Oh man, we missed hearing that music. Last week we had technical difficulties, but we still made our picks. And if you follow us on NFL Pick Watch, you'll know that me, Chad the Mark, I have risen all the way up to almost respectability. I'm only, only six games under 500 for the year, 97 and 103. Only one game behind you, Mr. Brown, 98-102. Biggie, you're sitting at 99 and 100. How does that feel just to be one game out of 500? You've had a couple good weeks, man. I feel like if I get back to 500, finish a little bit strong, I will be happy. I had a bad start. I was in a bad spot there for a while. Somebody needs to text Mongo, who's not with us tonight. Let him know he needs to make the picks because he is our front runner. He's in the top 30 nationally. He's 108-93. He's out there making money, cashing checks and breaking necks. If um, he theoretically put money on this, uh, he'd be up like $2,500, they said. That's what it says on Pick Watch. Mongo don't need no money. That's okay. why he's on the coast right now. Exactly. Mongo's good. He, Working. <laughs> he, he just some... does this shit for fun. Yeah. So, <laughs> Mr. Brown, what's the game on tonight, man? It's Thursday night. We always got a game on in the background. What are we watching? It's my Raiders. Uh, and, and how are the Raiders looking? Uh, it's kind of strange. we got a quarterback who's dropping dimes in the end zone. It's Jimmy G back? Yeah, sure. He's on that <laughs> clipboard magically. He must um, be a great assistant quarterback. Yeah, but it was three-game, uh, three-point spread, and I took Raiders. I thought it was a pretty easy cover. I didn't even know Jacobs wasn't playing, but uh, still, they're whipping that so ass right now. with Herbert out, you were like, definitely go Raiders. Yeah, because I like the way their defense has been playing. I was with you, I, I, and I like the and three, it's a home. three points it's at a, home. It's a little bit better of a home environment than the Chargers, not much. Chargers <laughs> Chargers are not traveling There's, there's well. people there. So the, Ra- just, who the, knows the who Raiders get crap because other teams' fans will be there sometimes, Correct. but the Chargers are not. So those. there's people there. You just don't know who their cheering interests are. So it's not home field sometimes. I think this week you're okay. And, and right now, what, what's the score? Is it 21 nothing? Well, I believe so. 21-nil, I believe. 21-nil. Look nil. at all these crazies out there oh in Vegas. Oh, my God. There's a gorilla dressed in Santa Claus. Yeah, there you go. There's a prostitute. Shoulder pads with the spikes. Biggie, who'd That's you what pick? I know is the black hole. <laughs> who'd you pick, Biggie? I also took the Raiders at home. To oh, I swore I thought he said he took the Chargers at home. Oh, Raiders. Okay. That's fine. So we're across the board on the Raiders, so... Just uh, remind everybody what we do is we pick every game against the spread. We're going to go through them one by one. We're going to let you know where the Vegas money's at, and then we'll see how many lone wolves we get. When it's just the three of us, there's a good chance somebody's on an island. And I, I will say I've noticed the last couple weeks, Mr. Brown, you and Mongo have been on islands a lot. And it hasn't paid off for you the last couple weeks. Listen, this has been a slow, steady just descent down into hell for me. It really has. And I, I'm, I'm willing to accept it. Uh, just see what happens, man. If so, I'm ready for the fire, brother. <laughs> it's a tale of two halves. Uh, yes. I'm going to try to save you from the fire. Biggie's going to try to save you from the fire. We're going to give you some breakdowns. and Everybody follow along on NFL Pick Watch. You can see our picks all year long. But let's kick it off. We have a wonderful game between two backup quarterbacks starting this off. The Minnesota Vikings. I think they're rocking Nick Mullins. They are. They switched out from... The- uh, Joshua Dobbs, uh, Nick Mullins that, last week that, got the win. That magic ran out. And, uh, you know, the pride and joy of Southern Miss. The Vikings on the road to Cincinnati where Jake Browning's starting to look like he might have a little talent in that arm. The Bengals are a three-point home favorite, 78% of the money, hammering the Bengals. 
I think this should be one of the easier picks for the week. Now, I wouldn't like to bet money on this game, but you got the Bengals at home, and everybody thinks about Joe Burrow being out. They can't be competitive. But Browning played at Washington. Big-time D1 college football. He has shown the ability to adapt and play within uh, Zach Taylor's plan. You still have Mixon, Chase, Higgins. The weapons are still there. I'm going to take the Bengals at home as an easy cover over a struggling Vikings team. Their offense hasn't looked good in four weeks. So, Chad, uh, you already paying Burrow a lot of money, right? Uh, he did get paid, yes. Man, maybe you just should have let him go, you know? This guy <laughs> might be just as good as Burrow. He's a lot cheaper. Just recycle him, you know what I mean? Hey, we trade one of them. You never Anyways, know. Anyways, I think it's an easy pick, too. I think the Bengals are going to roll here. Um, I like them at home, and I like their backup situation better than the Vikings. Yeah, I, I'm also riding my Bengals here. I, I think that once Zach Taylor kind of figured out how to use Browning to his skill set, and, and honestly, it's just like target chase 15 times to see what happens, and, and they've, they've been doing okay. I think they're going to be one of those teams that can beat bad teams, but they're not going to beat good teams the rest of the year. I don't think they make the playoffs, but they get the win here. We're across the board. We're with the 78% of the money. All right, next one. This is We talked about on the regular show, the Steelers are kind of in flux right now. There's a lot of infighting or behind-the-scenes talk. Roethlisberger's throwing people under the bus. Vegas is throwing them under the bus because they're saying they're dogs on the road going into the Colts. We don't have Jonathan Taylor. One-and-a-half-point favorite Indianapolis at home. 76% of the money also on Indy. You know, I usually like a team coming off a of mini-buy like Pittsburgh has, but there are mini-buys to Thursday night lost one of the worst teams in football, the New England Patriots, who don't want to win games. Four times in 17 seasons, Mike Tomlin's made the playoffs and won a playoff game. Not only do they not win a playoff game this year, I predict this is the first season of his head coaching career that he has a losing record. He said the Colts to cover. Head coaching? Head, ho- head, head coaching. <laughs> Your turn, Mister. I'm, I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, moving on. Radio uh, edits. Yes, I like the Colts at home here, and an easy one. Uh, the Steelers' locker room is in such dismay right now, and you have like stars like Big Ben coming out in the media saying shit like the Steeler way's done and all that. Like it's cancerous there now, and I don't feel like it's gonna change anytime soon this season. Yeah, I, I don't know if uh, they appreciate Roethlisberger going out on, uh, you know, to going into business for himself, as they say in the wrestling business. But, you know, this is one of those games I wanted to take Pittsburgh because it seems like this is the type of game they win. Like, Pittsburgh still has a winning record, right? Like, it, seven and six. Seven is like, how? How? Because they win games like this, but they don't this week. The Colts get the cover, even without Jonathan Taylor. Minshew's got a little bit of magic in that arm. I, I like Minshew. You know, I, I think this is an ugly game. Nobody should watch it, but just check the highlights to see if the Colts win. But we're across the board, two games in a row, out the gate. This game, I, oh, this is we're oh, we're on Saturday. I didn't even mention these are all Saturdays. Saturday triple header. Saturday triple header. We got the eight fifteen nightcap. Yeah, right? slowly. <laughs> All right, well, let Biggie clear his throat while I talk about the Broncos going into Detroit. Four and a half point home favorite uh, Detroit, but 80, or 61% of the money is on the visiting Broncos. As it should be, the 7-6 Broncos having won six out of seven. Trust in Sean Payton evermore. He has fixed Russell Westbrook. Wilson, <laughs> the third, who doesn't do poop. Too, buddy. <laughs> they take a lot of short throws. He avoids sacks. He goes deep with that great arm of his. 
that out of the screen that you saw in Tech Mobile type throw a couple times a game. What have we seen out of the Lions? They're kind of like the Dolphins. They like to lay an egg in a big spot. Coming off a deflating loss last week to the Bears, I think they bounce back at home for the win, but I don't think they cover. Give me the Broncos for the cover here. Yeah, I'm looking at this spread, and I'm like, I hate it, man. No, I'm, I'm looking at it, and everyone wants to say the Lions, me included, that they're the third, fourth team, uh, best team in the NFC, but this tells you right now the Vegas really don't think they're that big of uh, contenders because 61% of the road team on the team, four and a half, you know what I mean? At their home field, I mean, to me, I think Vegas knows something I don't know. So I'm going to go Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So you both took Broncos. Uh, I'm going to mix it up. I'm oh. going Detroit. I, I feel like I just have – look, I'm, I'm doing this with my heart, not my head. If I'm if I'm putting money on every game, I don't want to put – this is like my least favorite game to put it on because the Broncos are going to play an ugly game and keep it close. But I, I just think at home the Lions can win by at least five. I think they win by a touchdown here. Give me the Lions. It might be a cowardly line. I'm not super – Super excited about taking them. But I don't know. What is the Cowardly Lions saying? Do you remember? A man even. I don't know. What is he saying? Heaven's the Murgatroyd. Exit stage left. Or is that Snagglepuss? <laughs> There's my lion. If I only had a heart. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm thinking. That was Tin Man sang that song. That was, if well, that was Courage. Yeah, Courage. That's what it is. Hmm. So Courage. Exactly. And he's scared of that little dog. All right, Mongo's Bears on the road to Cleveland, where, unlike Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson sits in the press box instead of helping the team on the sideline, even though they're in a playoff hunt. The Browns are a three-point home favorite against the visiting Bears, 66% of the money, hammering Cleveland. The 5-8 and eight Bears rolling with my Eberfuse coaching for his career here. <laughs> the problem is... These are not the Lions, because they should have beat the Lions twice in the last three weeks. Joe Flacco comes off the couch and looks like just an absolute madman the last couple weeks. I don't care that they demoted him to the practice squad for a procedural thing. The Browns are better off with Flacco at quarterback than Watson. I like the Browns to secure a wild card spot. Not only do they cover in this, I think they win by 14 points. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm all in on the Browns as well. If you watch, I actually watched the Browns play last week, their full game. Just watching the Browns, I felt like it. Joe Flacco turned back the clock. He was managing the offense well, right off of his couch, and uh, they rolled that defense, man. I think we're going to do it again this week. I have nothing to add. I'm also taking Cleveland, but I just want to say, isn't it funny how, like, we saw it with Josh Dobbs. Like, quarterbacks can come out of nowhere, and for a couple weeks, man, they can be that guy. And, like, soon as the NFL teams get a little bit of tape on you, if you ain't got it in you, you're screwed. But I think he's still got it the chance here. Oh, and one more thing. So you're talking about uh, him going to the practice squad as a procedural move. That that was procedural. They've already announced him as a starter the rest of the season if he's healthy. So, yeah, baby, he's still is he still getting paid by the Ravens? <laughs> he might be. I don't know. All right, we got the Falcons on the road to Carolina. Big Cheapest East. seats in town. How much are the tickets? Forty-five cents. Let's go to Charlotte because the Falcons <laughs> are coming in as a three-point road favorite. And 87% of the money from Vegas is hammering the Falcons. Chad, who do I hate to bet? The Falcons! This week I had a thing sent to me on a text from Bonehammer and it was showing 45 cent tickets for the Carolina Panthers. And I thought, man, that's so outrageous. I would go on Ticketmaster myself. 
With fees involved, it's $13. The other $12.55 goes to Ticketmaster. Sons of bitches. That is the only reason I can take the Carolina Panthers to lose at home with a 45-cent ticket. Can't believe I'm betting the Falcons here, but I actually would lay a lot of money on the Falcons this weekend. Give me the Falcons to cover. What I said was I, that? I look, look, we just got to move on because I don't know what he said, but I, I'm sure people in our northern provinces will know what he I said. I felt like he was trying to act like he was like a plantation uh, owner down there in the south. If, if the plantation was in North Dakota, that's what Biggie would sound like. Channel uh, on my inner bongo right now. Anyway, so to make it short and sweet, I can't follow that up, but the Panthers are the worst team I've seen in quite a long time. Who's worse, them or the Jets? Oh, the Panthers. Okay. Sure. I'm going with the Falcons here, and this is an easy win for the Falcons. Yeah, I mean, I'd be a fool to take the Panthers here, which means they're probably going to win this game. But uh, I'm with the, the close to 90% of the betting public that is also taking the Falcons. Hopefully they're one touchdowns by Adam Thielen. Yeah, that's all we need. Uh, all right, the Bucks going into Green Bay. Man, Green Bay, they, they had a couple good wins, and then what happened last week? I don't know. But the Packers are still a three-and-a-half point home favorite against the fighting Baker Mayfields. 59% of the money's got the Packers covered on. Remember back in the day when the Packers and Bucks were both in the Central Division? The Black and Blue Division? And the Bucks would have to go north, and they'd never won a game in like under 34 degrees. Uh, the Steve Young game? Yeah, all that big stuff it, about how the they Steve couldn't Young? win. No, not, not that far oh, back. Oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, I, I bring that up because it's the Bucks in a different division now going north. The Giants showed last week that they can't handle the pressure of winning. You know, Matt LaFleur's first ever loss as a head coach in December came last week in the Meadowlands to Tommy D. Really? Yeah, buddy. He was yeah. 16-0 going into that game. So while I like the Packers to win at home, I love that hook, that three and a half. Give me the bucks for the road cover. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going uh, I'm going Green Bay here just because they're at home. I think, I think they're fine. I think they went by four to six points. Ah, uh, go Pat, go all day long. I, I think uh, they're just the better overall team. Uh, it's at home. You're getting the three. I feel like Love plays better at home as well. Yeah, just, yeah, I just want to throw that out there. I, I think so. And, and let's be honest, you know, DeVito's not playing this week against Green Bay, so I think they got a better shot. Yeah, yeah. That guy, I, you, we'll talk about that when we get to the Giants game. But I, I'm, I'm with the 59%, so Biggie, you're lone wolfing us here. Arr, pack my cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Yarg! It was his pirate impression. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Hey, this is awesome. I don't think I've ever seen this before. In the history of the NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks, the Texans, which C.J. Stroud is in concussion protocol, have they announced anything yet? I haven't seen definitive if he'll play or not. See, this is the challenge about us picking these games on Thursday. And for the the listening uh, audience out there, we do not change. What you hear is what we do on Thursday night. Come Saturday, if there's been a change, we can't change. We're locked in. And so is Vegas. They're locked in a battle. It's 50-50. It's a coin flip. The money's all over the place. The Titans at home are getting three points against the visiting Texans. I'm going to roll the Texans on the road to get the cover, and I think if Stroud plays, they get the win. I know that the Tennessee Titans are looking high right now coming off a Monday night victory. They're down 27-13 with three minutes left. It took a monumental collapse for them to win that game. Will Levis has looked a little better at quarterback, but Will Levis is more concerned with showing you how many muscles he has than actually playing quarterback. If it's a Stroud-Levis matchup, 
Mr. Mayo can take a seat. Give me C.J. Stroud all day. Texans for the cover. I'm going uh, Tennessee to cover at home because given the fact we pick on Thursday and not knowing the quarterback situation, I don't want to get caught, so I'm going to take the home team here. You're going to get caught because C.J. Stroud's going to play and the Texans are going to cover this game on the road because I'm taking the better quarterback. And Will Levis, he's got no chance in Hellman's. How'd you like that for a joke? That's pretty good. Bone wolf it, buddy. Oh, man. Uh, what does the Titans say? I don't even know. But I was thinking about like Pigeon 4, Jerry. I don't know why. <laughs> what about like Remember the Titans? Yeah. Uh, uh, we are the Titans. Exactly. Play together, guys. I, you know? <laughs> I mean, blacks and whites, play together. <laughs> bring, go, go team. We need to bring unity. <laughs> unity. Yes. <laughs> Is that good? Is that good? That that was good enough. We'll we'll dance around long enough to get there. There you go. All right, the Jets on the road to Miami. I'm surprised that this spread's not bigger, to be honest with you. 55% of the money think the Dolphins will cover nine and a half points at home against the Jets. I actually love this spread from a betting perspective because the Dolphins coming off a bad loss at home typically are very good at home. At nine and a half, they've been 13-point favorites. They've been 16-and-a-half-point favorites, and I take them to cover every single time. I don't know if Tyreek Hill's playing this week or not. The Dolphins need to win at least two of their last four to secure the division. While I do believe that they will win at home this week, there is no way they're beating the Jets in that defense by 10 points with the way the Coog Hunter played last week. Free, didn't know if he wanted to play behind that line. He's out there, doesn't know if he's going to live or die, play to play. Give me the Jets to cover easy. I'm taking the Jets as well. If the Dolphins were smart, they would let Tyreek sit this week and rest and then let him fire up strong next week. Back to you, Chad. I think even when Tyreek does sit down, the Dolphins win by two touchdowns because the Jets can't (laughs) score points. There's no way the Jets are within 10 points by the time this is said and done. I don't know what a Dolphin can do. That's what I can do. That's what I can do. All right, my favorite game. The one I was most excited for. And I know, Biggie, you've got to be loving the Goodfella memes out there and, and that the agent that Tommy DeVito's got, and he's sleeping at Ma's house, and he's eating his pastrami on rye. Give me the Giants, man. I love this right now, but they are playing the Saints. The Saints are a six-point home favorite. They, I mean, they're playing for their playoff lives here, but 70% of the money is on the G-men to cover on the road that six-point spread. So of these two teams, the Saints are the team that has a much better chance to make the playoffs. They're tied for the division leads at six and seven. Them, Bucks, Falcons. They've been inconsistent all year long. Is Derek Carr going to play a whole game? Is he going to get hurt? Is James Winston coming in? Give me the Giants with Tommy Cutlets and the better quarterback. Tommy Look how well they've played since he came in. With Brian Debao, they're now five and eight. They've got an outside shot to finish strong and make the playoffs. I think the Saints win at home. No way do they cover this game. I'm going to go with the uh, Fighting Derek Cars and the Nolan Saints. Give me the Nolan Saints. Is that just some Raiders love there? Is that what that is? Are you starting uh, to come around on Carr? No, not that. Okay. I just feel like that uh, this is what happens. The moment has probably gotten too big for old Devito. And he's going to fall on his ass this week. Not so fast, my friend. He's got at least one more in him. We were talking about that earlier. They usually can go a few weeks before everybody figures it out. Not yet. I don't think the Giants win this game. But the Saints don't beat anybody by six. So, I'm taking the G-men to get the cover. Oh, in the Saints. Go marching in. Oh, in. 
when the saints go marching in. Mr. Brown's a lone wolf. That's it. <laughs> That's all we need. All right, Biggie, your Patriots are hosting the much maligned Kansas City Chiefs as of late, but 71% of the money think the Chiefs are going to lay the smack down on the Patriots and win by at least seven and a half. You want to know when you know you've had a bad season? When your yeah, first ever it. Monday Night Football game to get flexed out of Monday Night Football and you're playing <laughs> the defending Super Bowl champions, that's when you know you've had a, as bad as the Patriots are. They were about to have back to back games, a Thursday night game and a Monday night game, both on primetime for a now three win team. I think that the Chiefs bounce back here with uh, as badly as the Patriots have played for most of the year offensively. They win this game. Bill's got a little something up his sleeve. They win, but they only win by seven. Give me the Patriots to cover. Ooh. That's insanity. You know what you need to do when thing, people are down on you to get right? What's that? Play the Patriots. Play the Patriots. So yeah, give me the Chiefs all day. Unless you're the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they, they were asking Bill about his future in New England. He's like, we're, we're, just, we're just focused on Kansas City right now, and we're going to go win. Um, no, you're not, Bill. We're not going to win. The Chiefs are going to win by 14 points, and I'm going to go coach the Chargers next year. So, Lone Wolf, Biggie. Owen Bailey Zappy <laughs> is on the clock. It's Zappy Hour all day. <laughs> We're back in Western Kentucky, baby. <laughs> I love it. Wow. All right, the Washington football team, Commander Redskin, uh, whatever they are, they're on the road to the L.A. Rams. The Rams, who've been a little scrappy lately, they're, they've, they've shown some fight. They're a six-and-a-half. Man, could you imagine the Rams at the beginning of the year thinking they'd be a six-and-a-half-point favorite this late in the year? 79% of the money thinks Vegas thinks they'll cover that six-and-a-half. And what should have been a rebuild year for the Rams was projected to be they're sitting at 6-7, a strong finish. They wrap up a wild card spot. Matthew Stafford has played great lately. Nakue's been great. Cooper Cup has really rebounded here in these last two games, shown that he can actually uh, play healthy-like. The thing that kills me about Washington, you know Ron Rivera's a dead duck. I really hope Sam, well play, Sam Howell plays well because I have to play him in fantasy this week. <laughs> Even bipartisan rooting for him, non-virus, bipartisan, partisan rooting for the Reds. Uh, it is Washington. Give me the Rams to cover here. Yeah, I'm all down with the Rams at home, and one of the probably one of the best uh, wide receiver combos in the league this year together between uh, what's his name, Puka Nakua, Puka Nakua, Nakua and Cup. No one drafts wide receivers out of obscurity quite like the Los Angeles Rams. Now maybe Puka wasn't quite out of obscurity, but I don't think anybody expected him to have this type of year, and he is exactly doing that. And the Rams are just playing better. I, I, I'd have a quick question. I, I'm also on the Rams, by the way. Is Sam Howell a legitimate starter in the NFL? Do you think he's going to be a, a, a five-season-plus starter? I mean, that's tough. I like what I've seen from him, but he's been on a bad team. Right. I, mean, I think if you put him in a good situation, it would be better. But I think I need another year or so to look at him. So he's earned, I, honestly, he's earned the right to be under center in Washington next year. I agree with that. Absolutely. I do, too. And you need to see him for one more year. And then you can make that determination. I was trying to put you on the spot to see if anybody had a hot take. But I respect your answer. No, it's too early. Biggest uh, spread of the week. The San Francisco 49ers, our number one team in the power rankings. 70% of the money in Vegas says they're going to go into Arizona and win by at least 20. Niners. 
Uh, I'm torn on this, but uh, the fact that that's Biggie's answer, he, he convinced me. <laughs> Niners. I mean, I, I don't have much to add. Like, the Niners are the best, if not 1A or 1B, and the Cardinals are, man, they're, they're bottom third of the league easily. Sometimes division matchups can go a little different, but I feel like San Francisco is just going to, like, they're going to whip the hell out of this team. It's going to be ugly, and it's going to be ugly early. Who's San Francisco's backup quarterback? We're going to find out because he's playing this week. Get the memes ready. All right. It's a slobber knocker. The arguable other team that could be the best in the NFL right now, the Dallas Cowboys going in to where nobody circles the wagons quite like the Buffalo Bills, except for the Las Vegas Raiders, who are now up uh, almost 28 to nothing on this Thursday night game. But back, the extra point. back to the picks. The Bills at home are getting two. They're actually favored to beat the Cowboys. 57% of the money, though, thinks Dallas will come in on the road and win. For all the hate on Josh Allen and the love for Dak, Dak's played great this year. Do you know Josh Allen has more touchdowns, total touchdowns this year than any other player in the league? His separation between total touchdowns and turnovers is better than any other player in the league. Second is Dak Prescott. So I expect some good quarterback play. You want to hate on Josh Allen, give some credit, too. The only reason Bills have been where they've been the last three years is because he puts them on their back. And nobody circles their wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Bills. They're going to take and put Mike McCarthy, Tony Pollard, C.D. Lamb, and Dak through a damn table on Sunday. Get the tables. Cowboys. I'm going to add a little bit here. I think this is more than just picking the Cowboys. If, if what you said last week is true, Mr. Brown, Dak Prescott will go on the road against a team he's not familiar with. They don't play. They, they hardly ever play. And it's going to look like the early 90s in a Super Bowl blowout where the Cowboys just dump truck the Bills. And I, I think if they're that team, if they are them, if they are them boys, this is where it happens. This they is have a statement to, game. They have to get it done. Philly, I get it. You want to say that, but that's a divisional game. You can kind of throw those out a little bit, man. I think this is a, a hugely important game for Dallas, and I'm starting to come around. I'm starting to come around. I'm with you. I appreciate you guys giving me this W as the lone wolf because Cowboys are 3-3 three and three on the road, 7 at home. At home, They're a different <laughs> team on the road. Hey, hey, what's that? Demo, get the tables. <laughs> Dudley Bill's coming to town. Nice. Man. All right, the Baltimore Ravens. This is the Sunday night game, or a Sunday night game. No, we got – oh, yeah, this is the Sunday night game. My bad. Trying to trying not to get confused. The Ravens on the road to Jacksonville. I hate Jacksonville right now, just for the record. But the Ravens are only a three-point road favorite. 76% of the money said the Ravens are covering this. I have no clue what to expect week to week from Jacksonville. I feel like Trevor Lawrence keeps getting shoved down my throat as the next great thing. But Mr. Brown said repeatedly as he has Travis Itdean on his fantasy team, he's the one doing the work. Lawrence's numbers do not look great week to week. You've got the hottest team in the league vying for the number one seed in the AFC with one of the leading candidates for MVP coming in. Give me the Ravens, and I think this is the easiest pick of the week for me. I like the Ravens as well. I feel like I'm way more comfortable with the, where the Ravens are. And like I said, we've talked earlier, 
Jacksonville's not one of those teams that's going to get up like 13-0 on the Ravens. I think the Ravens impose their will early. You're right. It's the opposite. They're the team that always gets down 14 to nothing early. And they're done. But the Ravens are the team that can't hold the lead. So I hate this game. I hate everything about it. But I'm taking the team that's better overall, which is Baltimore. I think they get the cover. But I'm not super confident with it. And the fact that that much money from Vegas is on it blows me away. But we're Ravens across the board here. And then finally... We got the bird game. We got the Eagles going out to the West Coast, but it doesn't matter because it's a Monday nighter, so they got plenty of time to get ready. The Eagles are a three-point road favorite going into Seattle. 74% of the the money is on Philly, and Geno Smith is questionable with a groin injury. Have they ruled him in or out yet? He has been limited in practice, hasn't quite been ruled out yet, but it's not expected for him to play. The fact it's only three points makes me feel like Geno will well, it's three points because Seattle over the years has had such a great advantage at home. To me, and in prime time, not knowing if Geno's playing or not makes this an easy Philly pick for me. Two straight losses, bad losses. They're playing a reeling Seahawks team that has lost four straight. I feel like this is a big win for the Eagles here and an easy pick. I mean, the Eagles have gotten their asses handed to them two weeks in a two row. Weeks. They have to come back strong here and say, hey, don't forget about us. I mean, I'm not saying they're up there at those other two, but they need to pretend like they are with the performance this week. So give me the Eagles. I also agree. This is a get-right game for Philly. If they lose this game, what is the what's the NFL media like? Like they're just going to eat them alive. You're gonna you're gonna hear everybody go from Jalen Hurts as MVP to we need to move on. It's not going to work. Like they're going to forget everything that just happened because they've gone through this three-game losing streak. If that if that's the case. I don't see that happening. I think Philly's the better team overall. And, again, with the the questions around quarterback, I'm I'm hammering Philly along with the Vegas money. So that concludes our NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Blocks of the Week. Now that you had a chance to kind of take a breath, how do you feel about your picks this week? Are you pretty confident? Is this a get-right week for you guys? I mean, I feel like I've been doing good the last few weeks. I feel pretty good. As I already said earlier, this is a slow descent for me to hell. <laughs> so uh, if you're betting. It's more like an escalator. If you're betting, do not follow Mr. Brown for your picks this year. Um, maybe uh, get on one of these up-and-comers in our group here. See, that's the type of shit people say, and then they'll turn around and go like 10 and 6. Yeah, I can see that. Because yeah. I am that damn good. I'm just trying to be humble here. <laughs> and then he ruined it all, threw it all away with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think, Biggs? I think there's guys bleeding all over that field, and that's how the people who go against my picks are going to feel come Tuesday morning. When they're out money, they should have won. Uh, and if that's the case, Biggie, where do they need to go if they do have a crippling addiction they can't solve? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Unless you're not a phone person, then you go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net. You heard it there, everybody. Make sure you follow us on NFL Pick Watch. Make sure you follow the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Check us out on all aspects of social media. But above everything else, enjoy your NFL. Is this week 15? Week 15. Week 15. And it's hard to keep track because they keep adding games every year, and I love it. Everyone, enjoy NFL this weekend. We'll see you next time. Thanks for giving us a listen. Make sure you lock in those bets. Go win some money, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.